Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. This week we've been bringing you a message preached recently by your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. It's entitled, Don't Sell Your Vineyards. Taken from 1 Kings chapter 21, we have the story of Naboth and his vineyard, and how an evil king and his wife, Ahab and Jezebel, plotted to gain possession of it. Naboth stands as an example to us all to stand steadfast for what is right, even though it cost him his life. And as Christians, we have a duty to hold on to some things in our lives as well. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Go to Philippians chapter 2. The third vineyard I'd like us to consider, the vineyard of America, the vineyard of the Word of God, and thirdly, in Philippians chapter 2, in verse 14, Philippians chapter 2 and verse 14, do all things without murmurings and disputings, that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. The third vineyard that I'd like for us to consider this morning is the vineyard of your testimony. The vineyard of your testimony. That ye may be blameless and harmless as sons of God without rebuke, among whom ye shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ. Folks, it's not enough that we read it. It's not enough that we know it. We must proclaim it. We must read it. We must practice it so that the changes in our life are evidence of its power in our lives. And as that is manifest, we proclaim it. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Paul said, nevertheless, I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. Paul said, I am not ashamed. He said here to the church of, of Philippi, he said, holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice, that I may rejoice. Uh, there is hardly a week that goes by where we don't get a phone call of somebody saying, I work at this restaurant, and uh, I was told by my boss to call your church. Somebody wallpapered our bathroom with your pamphlets. I one, I one time got a call from a, one of these 7-Eleven places that said, we've been selling 12 packs of beer with your pamphlets in them. <laughs> he said, I don't know how many we've sold, but he says, I've had several complaints recently. <laughs> Someone's in the cooler stuffing the 12 packs with tracks. Amen. Someone complained one time, they pulled the toilet paper out, and as it unrolled, there were tracks falling out. <laughs> now, I'm not, I'm not promoting every unorthodox way of handing out tracks. 
But I'm simply saying, I, I would rather feel those kind of complaints and know that you on a grassroots basis are going outside of this building from Monday through Saturday and holding forth the word of life and proclaiming Jesus Christ. I'd, ra I'd rather feel those calls than think that the only gospel proclaiming that's going on is from this pulpit, folks. If that's the case, then we have a weak testimony. If that's the case, then the only thing we have is a corporate testimony. And don't misunderstand. Folks, I, I believe that a corporate testimony is an important thing. I think, I think that the, the, the reputation of this church for what we stand for and what we believe and what we preach and what we practice out in the public is an important thing. But folks, just as important as our corporate testimony is each of our individual testimonies. Folks, just because we work and we live among and, 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 and recreate with and do business with others who know not Christ, just because they know we go to church here is not enough for them to be saved. Yes, corporately, we may have a testimony. You can look in our Constitution and Statement of Faith, and every time someone comes forward to join the church, or every time someone is baptized, uh, they're made to understand that we believe in individual salvation. That as adults, when we come to the age of accountability and we know we're sinners, we need to make a decision to trust Christ as our personal Savior. And that's what we believe and that's what we preach. And, and, and every department of our church and every, every in-reach and outreach of our church is geared in that direction. We may know that, but these people that know us only as someone that goes to Treasure Valley Baptist Church, they don't. And you know what that necessitates? We've got to open our mouths. We've got to open our mouths. Now, I'm not trying to be hard on you here, but, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay it on the line for you. I so often hear people, you know, pray, pray for my, my mom or pray for my grandma or pray for this guy I work with and, and uh, pray for this neighbor of mine and pray for this friend of mine and, and they need to be saved and, and, uh, and, and so forth and so on. And that's all fine and well and we'll pray, but you know, sooner or later, you're going to have to open your mouth. I've had people actually come to me and say, would you please witness to my mom or my dad? They're getting old and they don't know Christ. And I'm glad to do that. We do that all the time. And then the, my first question is always this. Have you witnessed to them? And if the answer is yes, then I will more than gladly go there myself or bring somebody else with or go with them. I'm more than glad to do But if they say no, you know what my reply is? Hey, if you're not burdened enough to witness to them, don't try to give me that burden. You witness to them first. Say, so, well, I got a grandmother, you know, and, and I've been saved 20 years, I've been saved 30 years, and I've been praying for her. Hey, I got news for you. If you don't witness to her, she's probably going to die without the gospel. The, the time for praying may be over, and the time for opening your mouth may be here. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Folks, God doesn't need any more spies. Amen. Uh, we may have trouble with espionage in our country. We may not have enough 
uh, intelligence coming from spies. There's been a lot of debate about that the last couple decades. But I'll tell you what, among the Christians, we have many, many working incognito for Jesus. Undercover agents that no one knows about. Collecting intelligence. God has more of those than he can use. You know what he needs? Some people that will stand up and open their mouths and let their light shine. Patrick Henry, who was a bold and outspoken Christian, said, I have now disposed of all my property to my family. He said this in his last will. He said, there is one thing more I wish I could give them, and that is faith in Jesus Christ. If they had that, and I had not given them one shilling, they would have been rich. And if they had not had that, and I had given them all the world, they would be poor indeed. Shakespeare's last will and testament was this, quote, I, William Shakespeare, of Strat uh, Stratford-upon-Avon, in the county of Warwick, gentlemen in perfect health and memory, God be praised, do make and ordain this my last will and testament in manner and form following. That is to say, first, I commend my soul into the hands of God, my Creator, hoping and assuredly believing through the only merits of Jesus Christ, my Savior, to be partaker of life everlasting and my body to the earth whereof it is made. What's your testimony? The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed out of the hand of the enemy. What hand was it that he redeemed you from? Some here this morning were on the verge of suicide. Some, it was a family or a marriage on the rocks. Others, you were on the verge of success. Others, addictions, alcoholism, and on and on and on we could go. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Some, it was false religion. Some, it was meaninglessness in self, but for all, it was sin. Do the people around you know your testimony? Or do they just vaguely understand that you're a religious person? We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Don't Sell Your Vineyards. And as you've heard today, this sermon is based upon the stalwart example of a man named Naboth who refused to part with a possession that was near and dear to him. That vineyard that was passed down to him as an inheritance could not be bought for a price. Today, we've heard from our host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, in this outstanding message about some things that we as Christians should never part with or give away at any price. In an age when compromise is common, we need to be ever more steadfast and determined to do the right thing in order to please our Savior. We pray that this message has been a blessing to you. If you'd like to order a CD of today's message, it's available for a suggested contribution of $5. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. And our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tbbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. 
We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 6 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.